Hello, Mighty Men of God, Joe Martin here, man builder, award-winning speaker, author, and Tanya's husband and Kendall and Faith's dad. Welcome to the Real Men Connect podcast, where we help good men become great men God's way. Every Wednesday, we interview some of the nation's most respected and accomplished men of faith to find out what it really takes to become the kind of husband, father, and spiritual leader God called and created us to be. Today is the Real Men Check-In. The Real Men Check-In is just a quick way to help you start your week on the right foot in the right way. Every Monday, I share personal insights, encouragement, and support that will move you beyond church to real change. I keep it short, I make it fun, and then I'm done. So let's get started. Real men always choose suffering over sinning. That's right, you heard me. I said real men always choose suffering over sinning. Now, I'm sure you've heard the old saying that the only things in life you can count on are death and taxes. (laughs) Well, I like to add a third thing to that list, and that's struggling. Now, I don't care who you are, whether your last name is Gates or Winfrey, or where you go from the White House or to your house, everyone is going to struggle. It is inevitable. Yet, we all try to avoid it, or at least as much as possible, right? It's human nature. But I believe God wants us to embrace struggling, not to avoid it. Now, whenever I hear people who profess the, quote, prosperity gospel message of, you know, name it and claim it, if you believe it, you will receive it. If you do everything God says, he's going to give you an easy life. If you don't judge bad behavior, everyone will love you and no one will hate you. Or if you treat everyone right, God will protect you from pain and suffering. Now, you know what I'm talking about. Now, whenever I hear a person make statements like these, I always ask myself, what Bible translation have they been reading? (laughs) And where can I get a copy? Because I think my Bible's broken. (laughs) Because every Bible I read in every translation talks about sin and how God hates it, God's requirement of holiness and obedience, his judgment against disobedience, pain and suffering no matter who you are, and how bad things happen to even the most faithful and obedient people. My goodness, Moses disobeyed God once and he was kept out of the promised land. Paul spoke the truth and was shipwrecked, beaten, and thrown in prison, among other things. My point being this, pain and suffering is a part of life. And because of that, we all struggle just to different degrees. So it's not a question of how can we avoid suffering, but rather how should we choose to address it when we're struggling and we're suffering? Because as any great leader would tell you, it's not about what happens to us, but rather how we choose to respond to it. Now, let me preface this by saying there are two types of struggles that produce pain and suffering. Now, one I call inevitable struggling. That's struggling that produces suffering that God permits us to go through based on his sovereignty and his divine purpose. See, just because we don't understand it doesn't mean God doesn't have a perfect plan and purpose for it. Just think about Jesus in the cross. Now, on the other hand, there is what I call induced struggling. That's struggling that produces suffering that God permits us to go through based on the consequences of our choices. In other words, induced struggling is brought on by our own disobedience. Yes, God promised to love and protect us, but not from the consequences of our choices. Just think Adam and Eve. God gave us free will to choose our choices, but not our consequences. Now, for the purpose of this week's check-in, I'm referring to the first type of suffering. That's inevitable struggling. Although we may want to avoid struggling and suffering at all costs, like I said earlier, it's not about avoiding it, but rather about addressing it, how we approach it and how we choose to deal with it. Because how we choose to face and go through the struggle will ultimately determine how we come out of it and what we eventually learn from it. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we were recently discussing this topic in my weekly discipleship group. Now, we were talking about how men struggle, why men struggle, and how we as men choose to respond when we struggle. 
And in the middle of our discussion, the Holy Spirit revealed to me three choices that we make as men when it comes to our response to struggling. Now, I'm talking about whenever we're facing personal challenges, life's trials and tribulations, or other difficulties. In other words, our struggles. It was so simple, but so profound at the same time. And it explains why most men don't suffer well. Now, I know that sounds strange, but you heard me right. I said suffer well. Most men don't suffer well. And why do I say suffer well? Think about it. If pain and suffering are inevitable and we can't avoid struggling, then that means that either we can struggle successfully when we suffer or we can struggle poorly when we suffer. Joseph, David, and Paul all struggled and suffered successfully. Even the disciples struggled and suffered successfully. But guess what? Judas didn't. See, God revealed to me that we as men always have three options when it comes to struggling in life. But we must always remember we can choose our decisions but we can't choose the consequences of those decisions. So it's critical that we choose wisely. So what are those choices? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> One, we can choose to run to God when we struggle. Now, this seems like a no-brainer to me, right? You're struggling, you're faced with temptation, you're battling your emotions, you're worried about your finances, afraid of the enemy, feeling depressed, lonely, frustrated, confused, or uncertain about the future. The Bible tells us in 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, cast your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. James 1, 5 says, if any man lacks wisdom, ask God who will give it to him generously without reproach. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now, I think you get the point. So the question is, is God the first option you choose when you're struggling? Or do you choose the second option? You choose to go to the body of believers, you know, your Christian brothers, where you get wise counsel. I'm talking about intentionally going to a designated group of men or what I like to call my spiritual board of directors who will pray with you, pray for you, and pray over you, who will encourage you, empathize, and not enable you, and remind you of what God says. And they will hold you accountable to standing on God's word and his promises. You know, Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Proverbs 11:14 14 says, where there is no guidance, a people fail or they fall. But in abundance of counselors, there is safety. And the psalmist writes in chapter one, verse one, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Now, my point is this, even if God isn't your first option, we should choose to run to a group of men who will at least remind us that God should be our first option. We can all do more, lift more, and endure more when we choose to bear each other's burdens. And then there's the third option, which I think every man should avoid at all cost, and that's choosing to struggle and suffer alone. Not only is this the wrong option, I believe it's the most deadly option because it brings on that second type of struggling I mentioned earlier, induced suffering. Remember that? It's when God allows us to suffer based on the consequences of our own choices. See, choosing to struggle alone is a bad choice. It's not what God intended. In fact, he warns us against it. Proverbs 18.1 says, the man who chooses to isolate himself seeks his own desires and he fights against all good wisdom. In other words, it's not good common sense. Now, I love Ecclesiastes 4.9.10 and it says, two are better than one because there's a better return on their labor. If one should fall, the other is there to help the other one stand up. But woe to the man who falls and doesn't have anyone to help him up. Now, unfortunately, most men struggle poorly because they choose this third option, to struggle alone. You know, they say things like, I just need to be by myself. I need some time alone to think. 
I can handle this on my own. I don't need anybody's help. I got this. Now, have you ever said any of those things? Now, I know I have. See, the problem is when most men choose to isolate, that means they also choose to medicate. Now, they don't go alone to be with God, which is option one. Instead, they choose to go be alone with porn, alcohol, drugs, sports, video games, food, or even work at the office. Anything they can do to avoid facing God or talking to people about their struggle. And here's the problem with that third option. Whenever we choose to ignore God and avoid people, and we choose to be alone, we're actually choosing by default to run to Satan. That's right, you heard me. If you can't say amen, at least say ouch, because it's the truth. Satan, the enemy, is always trying to attack us. The Bible warns us in 1 Peter 5, 8 that the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Now think about it. When a lion is hunting prey, he doesn't attack the herd. He looks for the one who isolates himself from the herd. I think the devil is such a punk because he won't try to attack you when you're in the presence of God or in the company of other strong believers. Only when you're by yourself. When did the enemy tempt Jesus? When Jesus was in the wilderness, alone, not around his disciples, and not while he was praying to God. So when you stand back and observe this, it seems so obvious. When you're alone, you're prone to sin. When you're with a godly friend, guess what? You win. And when you're in the presence of our Savior, you receive favor. So why would anyone choose to struggle alone? Choosing whether or not to struggle alone is the difference between sinning and winning. And we know that when it comes to struggling, real men will always choose suffering over sinning. So that's the Real Men Check-In for this week. I hope that it blessed you. And if you found it helpful, please share this episode with other men who you may be mentoring or discipling. And make sure to check out our regular weekly interviews on Wednesdays. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, please visit our website at realmenconnect.com and join our growing community of real men. We also have a couple of free gifts waiting just for you. And you know, I always love sharing podcast reviews from our listeners because it not only blesses me, but I think it can bless you as well because that means that we're touching lives and we're making a difference. Praise the Lord. And this one comes from SlickVic81. <laughs> and SlickVic gave us a five-star review on iTunes. He writes, and I quote, I recently found this podcast and it was a godsend. It came at a time when I was struggling, having so many questions and just needed to hear something relevant and encouraging. Dr. Joe Martin and his guests speak truth and work to equip men with the tools we need to make the best decisions on our journey for being better men in God's likeness. Thank you, Slick Vic, for that wonderful um, podcast review. I really appreciate it. He gave us a five-star review on iTunes. Guys, I picked, this at, I picked these at random, so who knows? If you leave a review, we might actually read yours on the air. And as you guys know, we are a listener-supported podcast, and we're now the number one radio podcast on iTunes for Christian men, thanks to you. So if this podcast has blessed you in any way, and you'd like to help us continue to bless and transform the lives of even more husbands, fathers, sons, and leaders, please prayerfully consider financially supporting this ministry. Just go over to Real Men Connect and click on the donate button, and may God bless your faithful giving. And thank you so much for listening because without you, there will be no Real Men Connect. So keep on downloading, subscribing, and reviewing and sharing us with the world. So until next time, I'm Joe Martin with RealMenConnect.com reminding you that we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. So each and every day, choose to be the man that God called and created you to be because a male is a terrible thing to waste. So until next time, stay strong, stay blessed, and as always, stay in his grip. Thank you for listening to the Real Men Connect podcast with Dr. Joe Martin. Real Men Connect isn't just a podcast. It's a mission, ministry, and movement. 
to help good men become the great men God called and created us to be. And the best is yet to come. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us to build the podcast and to reach, teach, and impact more men, all for the glory of God. And make sure you check out realmenconnect.com to get our free tools and resources to help you go from good man to great man God's way. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.